Time to introduce my third guest of the day. Busy show today, just the way we like it. Uh, catching up now with Beth Winter, MP for the Cullen Valley. Uh, first of all, good morning to you, Beth. Oh, morning. How are you this morning? I'm very well, thank you. How is uh, sunny Cannon Valley? It, it is very sunny this morning, but I think the rain is coming back. So, um, yeah, well, it's more well, that's, <laughs> that, that, that's the usual. That's the norm, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But um, no, it's, it, it's nice, nice to be be, be here. Um, been back up in London quite a bit, and back up next week. So, okay. Um, yeah. Great. Now. For some people who are listening to this, especially youngsters probably under the age of, I don't know, 35, they're thinking, you know, what on earth are miners, what is the miners' pension scheme? Coal mines were closed back in the 80s and confined to history, Beth, weren't they? Uh, c- can you explain a little bit, because we chatted about the mine workers' pension scheme, and uh, you are not happy, are you? Well, no, the, the mine workers' pension scheme back in 1994, it was privatised. Um, and the government, it was agreed at the time, would get 50% of any surplus from the fund in return for guaranteeing the value of the pension, that the pension would not decrease. Um, but as a result, the government has, has profited around £4.4 billion since that period. £4.4 billion. Yes, yes, and there's also a 1.2 billion investment reserve um, that that um, it, it, it is due to be paid to, to the government as well. So, you know, in contrast, the miners, um, uh, many of whom are in the valleys here, have found it extremely difficult to, to to make ends meet. And there was a report published by the base committee, the business. Um, industrial Strategy Cross-Party Committee earlier this year that said that the 50-50 split should be reviewed so that the miners would benefit um, much more than they have done. And it could result in a £14 per week increase in the amount that the miners get. Unfortunately, on Monday of this week, the government refused to implement all the recommendations of that committee and and that is why I've been speaking out this week, saying, you know, they, they need to review that decision and should indeed implement all the recommendations. There were lots of recommendations, but the primary one is to review the split. So the split is more beneficial, much more beneficial to the miners. And also that the £1.2 billion reserves that are still sitting there should get paid out to the miners, that the government should implement all those recommendations. And there are miners that are kind of value, you know, that I'm in contact with. Um, there are also miners who have unfortunately passed away who could have benefited from this scheme. And the government hasn't paid a penny into this fund since 1994. So they've taken all this money. Um, and, um, like I said, many, many miners are suffering hardship. But the government talks about levelling up. Well, better way for communities like these in terms of levelling up than to actually um, give them money where it's needed. So, yeah, yeah. I, I spoke quite a bit about this this week. Right, 1994. So that would have been John Major's Conservative government, was it? Yes, I'm trying to yeah, I think it was. Yeah, it was John Major's Conservative. I mean, there's, there's always been this sort of us versus them, particularly with the Conservative government and the miners, not just in South Wales, but I'm guessing Yorkshire and Nottinghamshire as well. It, 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 there's always been battles over the years, hasn't it? who published the report is a cross-party committee. It's not a Labour Party committee. 
So the recommendations that I just referred to, um, like I said, those recommendations came from the cross-party and there are Tories on that committee as well, you know. So, so, so this report is isn't is, um, an us versus them um, position. It is saying um, an injustice has taken place and it needs to be reviewed, reviewed immediately and the miners should get the money that they deserve. At the time, there was no expectation that these billions of pounds would, would be paid to the to the government. You know, no, there was no clarity as to what the amounts would be. They've benefited far more than anybody would have anticipated, while the mining communities have suffered and have continued to suffer hardship. Um, and I think, you know, th- th- this injustice and this wrong needs to be righted. So what exactly did the committee recommend then, Beth? They, they, well, there were a range of committees, but the, the, the main one was to do the 50-50 split and that it should be much more in favour you know, 90, 10, 10 split or 70, 30 has been moved to, to benefit the miners much more. And like I said, there is this investment, uh, 1.2 billion that is sitting there that um, the committee has recommended should be paid entirely, not to the government, but to the um, the, the miners. Um, but the report is available online. Like I said, there were lots of recommendations, um, but it needs to be reviewed. And, and unfortunately, the government is saying they're not willing to do it. So, so why um, why is that then? And why aren't why isn't the government accepting the recommendations from the committee? What was the reason they give? Well, they are saying that at the time, you know, the agreement was made and reached, and that you know, it, it, their argument is that they agreed to do it on the basis that the pensions would be secured, and um, you know, th- that agreement stands. Um, and so, so they've given their response. I'm actually meeting with. Um, the front bench later today to discuss really how, how we respond to this as a party and, and what, what what further recourse there is really because that's the next stage really in terms of looking at what exactly can be done in response to the government's announcement. But I mean, I, I obviously, obviously it's only been a couple of days out so we work our way through the response and determine if and what can be done further to, to redress this imbalance. Yeah, because the decision affects like the old coalfield communities who have suffered yeah. enough over the past three decades. Uh, do, do you feel these communities are still being discriminated against, especially the miners, of course? Well, I, I, I think, um, yes, our community certainly is, but lots of communities throughout the country, you know, and it really does pain me when I hear the government talking about levelling up you know, they're riding roughshod over Welsh government, totally cut Welsh government out of the decision-making process in terms of the Leaven Up and Community Renewal Fund agenda. So this is a, a, another example of, um, you know, the UK Tory government paying lip service, really, to the needs of communities like ours. And and I've got to take my hat off to the, 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 the miners and their families, some of whom I'm in contact with in Unicorn and Valley, who are saying we're not putting up with this. We're going to challenge this. And they've been challenging it for, for decades now, you know, and um, they've now been backed by a cross-party parliamentary committee. The report was published early this year, and I would encourage anybody interested in this to look at it. Um, and the government should stand by those recommendations and implement them. Yeah, because the committee is clear that the existing arrangement is unfair, but it's... Yes. it's uh, do you think the government will reverse the, the, their own decision? Well, we can but try, and and I know without a doubt that I, other parliamentarians, other politicians, but most importantly the miners and their families themselves, are determined to push forward and campaign on this issue because it is an injustice, 
and this, they suggest this has got to be um, right there. It's a betrayal of a course in communities and robs the miners of their financial security and financial security very burned. Um, it's very, very difficult and dangerous jobs. Let's not forget, you know, that yeah. mining was not an easy job. You know, the, 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 the uh, mines have completely gone now and and so many people are suffering hardship and, it, and it's, it's, it's not fair. Yeah, because my dad, Ken, uh, he worked in the colliery for 41 years. In fact, he worked alongside uh, Emlyn Williams, who was the president uh-huh. of the South yeah. Wales Miners, and Kim Owls' dad, Glan, as well. Oh, right. So right. It's, it's, it is a very close community, isn't it? And, of course, the, the miners who are thankfully still with us, they're not getting any younger, are they? Well, no, and like I said, you know, many of them have left. And like yourself, my, I've got family who, 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 you know, we've all been touched from these communities, um, but the people who've worked in, in the mines. Many have got health problems as a result, you know, it's a very dangerous and dirty job. And, you know, they're not getting paid and, and, and compensated in the way that they, they deserve. Um, and... You know, in contrast, the UK government has benefited. You know, it's not thousands, it's not millions, it's billions of pounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, so so come on now, let, let, let's let's give give people the, the money that they deserve. Freedom Day, July the nineteenth. It looks as though it's it's going ahead as we change the subject yeah. just for a, a couple mm. of uh, minutes. Beth, um, mm. are you happy with the way they are doing this in England? Um, not really, no. And I mean, it has been, you know, covered in the media in the last couple of days. The concerns about, you know, opening up completely. The the COVID cases continue to be on the rise. I saw today in the paper about, you know, the the, the Scottish fans who've um, who picked up COVID in in, in a mass gathering. Um, you know, and I I'm going to do it again because it's the right thing to do and commend the Welsh government for taking, you know a cautious approach to the unlocking. Um, masks should continue to be worn. I think the distancing, there's, there's an argument. But, but ultimately, listen to the science. You know, you have to listen to the science. And lots of the, the scientists are expressing concerns about um, put, pushing the responsibility onto individuals rather than, um, you know, continuing to, to give suitable, appropriate, evidence-based guidance to, to people. So I do have concerns. Excellent. Beth Winter, MP for Kenham Valley, as always, thanks for joining us on GTFM oh, thank today. Thank you. Okay. All right, take care. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Bye Beth. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.